Hello, and welcome to season one of I Am a Shifter. I am your shiftologist, Rochelle Scott, and I'm so excited that you have joined me today for shift number seven, from water to fire. Yes, from water to fire. You see, water and fire announces deliverance from your old seasons. Whenever you begin to experience back-to-back warfare, get ready for your promotion. God is elevating you. Now I must say, (laughs) in just a pure, honest moment, that this was not a specific shift that I really wanted to talk about. It was one of those where you get downloads from the Lord and you're like, God, I don't want to hear anything about this. Let me just have my pity party. Because in the season that I received this specific shift, I was really going through. And I felt like every time I turned around, something was happening. Something was being thrown at me. The enemy was attacking me. Whether he was attacking my finances, my marriage, my ministry, my character, even my reputation. Everything was seeming to be attacked at one time. And I was like, God... When will it stop? Like I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm fasting. I'm praying. I'm reading my Bible. I'm going to church. I'm sowing um, and, and helping those in need. I'm just doing everything that I thought that you wanted me to do. And it doesn't seem like the warfare is coming to an end. And so when I got this, I was like, I don't want to talk about this. Not right now. And then as I began to study, and as I began to really ask God, what was he trying to say? It really hit me that whenever you're in a place of back-to-back warfare, something is on the horizon. Something is about to shift. Something is about to transform. Because you see, God's ultimate plan is for his glory to be revealed through you in the earth. But guess what? The enemy knows that as well. So whenever God is about to do something major, the enemy ups his ante and tries to tear you down, tries to destroy you, tries to distract you before the glory can be revealed through you. You see, in Mark chapter 9, verse 22, it says, It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. That was Mark chapter 9, verse 22. When we think about this scripture in context, Jesus and the disciples were coming down from the mountain where they had been teaching. And a huge crowd began to come around them and different scholars began to just cross-examine them. And out of the crowd, this man just hollers out, to Jesus. He said, I brought my son. He's mute. A demon made him speechless. And whenever it seizes him or whenever it takes control of him, it throws him to the ground and he begins to foam at the mouth and grind his teeth and go stiff as a board. And he said, I asked your disciples if they could deliver him, but they couldn't. And so Jesus was like, oh my goodness, what a generation. Y'all really just have no faith in God. He said, how many times do I have to tell you the simplicity of this? How much longer do I have to put up with this? He was like, bring the boy to me. And so Jesus took the boy. And as soon as the demon saw Jesus, it tried him. And it threw the boy into a seizure, 
making him writhe on the ground and foam at the mouth. And so Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has it been going on? And the boy's father replied to Jesus, ever since he was a little boy, he said, it even tries to throw him into fire or the river to kill him. He said, if you can do anything, please help us. And so the rest of the story goes on to say, where Jesus said, there's no ifs (laughs) in this. Um, As long as you're a believer, anything can happen. And so no sooner that the words came out of his mouth, the father began to cry, then I believe, but help me with my doubts. And when that happened, Jesus gave that vile spirit his marching orders. And that demon um, proceeded to release that little boy. And so what stuck out to me when it came from water to fire is that the enemy, this demonic force, literally used the elements of water and fire to try to kill this little boy, to try to take him out so that he would not reach his destiny, so that he would not reach his assignment. And that's what's been happening with many of us in the kingdom and in the body of Christ, especially now in this season that we are in of shifting. It seems like as soon as we are getting focused and as soon as we are understanding the assignment, the gifts and the calling that God has given us for the earth realm, we get attacks. And the attacks and the warfare that you are experiencing aren't regular little attacks. They are designed to take you out. For what does water do? Water, if it's too much, can drown you. What does fire do? Fire can burn you. It can scorch you. It can cause you to be um, unrecognizable. And so when we think about this, the enemy is sole purpose. His sole purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy. And so many of you have been in this specific season. Some of you, even at the time that you are listening to this podcast, have been experiencing it in this week, in this month. And you've been feeling like, God, I feel like I'm drowning. Or God, I feel like I'm going up in smoke. I feel like my marriage is being attacked. I feel like I am financially under uh, attack. I feel like nothing is going the way that I I wanted it to go. I just came out of a 21-day fast and I've been praying and interceding on the behalf of my family and on the behalf of my children and on the behalf of my husband or my wife. And as I have been interceding, God, I came out of this fast and I get attacked in my body. I get attacked in my health. As soon as I make the decision that I am going to go into ministry or I'm going to go full-time into business, I lose my house. I lose my car. I lose some type of possession that I really needed in order for me to move forward. Yes, so many of us are dealing with these multiple attacks, multiple attacks. And so I asked the Lord, I said, well, Lord, I see that you delivered this little boy who was being killed or trying to be assassinated by the enemy through the elements of water and fire. But what does your word say to us as believers about deliverance from water and from fire? And so he brought me to Isaiah 43 verse 2. Where it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched, nor will the flame kindle upon you. 
You see, we have a promise that even when we're between a rock and a hard place, our Father in heaven will deliver us. Our Father will make restitution for us. Our Father will restore everything that the canker worm and the palmer worm have tried to, to take in from us or to take from us. You know, God says, don't be afraid. He said, I've redeemed you. I've called your name and you are mine. So when you get in over your head, I'm still going to be there with you. When you're in rough waters, you won't drown. You won't drown. When the fire comes up, it will not consume you. Right? I think about the three Hebrew boys and how they were being tested and they were being persecuted because they refused to lay down their religion, as we say in the South. They refused to go ahead and just say, I'm not going to serve God. I'm going to serve uh, the king. And when that happened, they were thrown into a furnace fire that was extremely hot. It was so hot that it killed those who threw him in, them in. And so even in that, God showed up in the fire. They were not burned. They were not scorched. And guess what? God did not take them out of the fire. He left them in the fire, but he unbound them when they were in the fire. So much to the point that the spirit of God, the presence of God that was there in the fire with them, allowed them to be able to worship and be able to praise in the fire, in the fire. And that's where some of you are right now. Holy Spirit is saying that you're in the fire, you're in the flood, but I need for you to praise. I need for you to worship. I need for you to put on the, 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 the spirit of praise, the garment of praise for the heaviness that you are dealing with. You see, that is the way we counteract the enemy. You see, the enemy knows our cycles. He studies us. <laughs> he literally studies us. He tries to see how can I get them to falter? How can I get them to quit? How can I get them to keep stumbling into these cycles of depression and oppression and feeling sad and feeling heavy? He studies you. And that's why many of us, we've been going through the same seasons. We've been going through the same cycles. Literally every time this specific time of year comes around, you find yourself going through the same tests with different people. The same tests with different situations. But it's the same test because you keep failing it. And you may tell yourself, well, I don't feel like I've been failing it. I feel like I go through it. But what has been your response in the middle of the trial? What have been your response in the middle of the test? When the enemy comes to attack your marriage, do you sulk? Do you cry? Do you just say, I'm not doing anything anymore? Or do you begin to worship the Lord? Do you begin to praise him? Do you begin to exalt him? Do you begin to pray for other marriages? Confuse him, right? Confuse the enemy. What about when your children begin to be wayward, especially your young adult and teenage children? And they're getting in trouble in school or they're getting in trouble with the law. What do you do? Do you start hollering at them? Do you curse at them? Do you begin to pronounce evil on them? Or do you begin to praise God? Do you begin to worship? And do you begin to declare what God has said about your children? And do you begin to pray for other people's children? You see, we have to shift the way we respond. 
when we are in the middle of adversity. You know, it's like when we're having issues with our health. So many of us have been dealing with high blood pressure, headaches, uh, heart disease. Being overweight is actually causing our body um, to malfunction. And so what most of us do is we go to the doctor, the doctor diagnoses us, puts us on medication, and we've been in this cycle for years. Versus, when did we ever stop to say, God, I praise you and I thank you for this body that you've given me. I thank you and I acknowledge that I'm the temple where the Lord dwells. And because I'm the temple, you know what? I'm going to start walking. I'm going to start making sure I drink my water. I am going to start making sure that I eat more fruits and vegetables. I'm going to spend time making sure I rest eight to 10 hours every night. Once again, confuse the enemy. Change your response. I know some of these things that I'm saying may seem basic and foundational level, but many of us have skipped over this. We've skipped over the foundation and we're all the way to the place where, God, we need you to deliver us from the water and the fire. But the Lord says, I never said I was going to take you out of the water or take you out of the fire. He just said, I promise that when you go through the water, I'm here. When you go through the fire, I am here. It's not going to take you out. So I hear the Holy Spirit telling me to tell you, calm down take a seat breathe it's okay God is here he promises he will never leave us or forsake us isn't that amazing that we have Abba we have our father even in the midst of persecution even in the midst of fire even in the midst of the flood even in the midst of the chaos he's there He's there, he's here, and he's omnipresent, which means even as I'm speaking to you on the podcast, he's there in your houses, he's there in your cars, he's there in your environment. God is there, God is there. And for any of you who are listening to me and you have not accepted him into your life, what are you waiting for? You are feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling like you're going to be taken out because you do not have the answer. Oh, but I have come to shift you into the answer on today. Yield your hearts to God. Receive him as your Lord and your Savior. Receive Jesus. He is the only one that can bring you the contentment and the peace that you so need in this moment. So for those of you who have come on today and you have been wondering when will the warfare end, the warfare will not end, but you will grow stronger in the process and you will see God begin to manifest so mightily on your behalf. Warfare is announcing the deliverance from your old season. Many of you are shifting, but you must pass the test. Many of you are experiencing back-to-back warfare, but God is about to promote you. He's elevating you, even in the chaos. Change your response. Change the way you do things. And allow God to demonstrate his glory in and through you. Let's pray. 
Father God, we bless you on today and we thank you, Lord, that you say the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through you, through the pulling down of strongholds and the casting down of wicked imagination. So God, we thank you that we don't have to fight our own battles. We don't have to wrestle with people. But God, we thank you that when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Lord will lift up a standard. So God, we thank you that the flood of your Holy Spirit is lifting up a standard for us. We thank you that you're rushing into the water and you're rushing into the fire with us. We thank you that it will not consume us and it will not overtake us. We thank you, Father, that in the midst of our trials, in the midst of false accusations, in the midst of people trying to assassinate our characters and tear us down, you, God, are there. Because you know the end of the thing, even though we're only seeing what is in front of us. So God, we come above and we rise above our horizontal views and we take a vertical approach. Let us see things the way you see them. Expose the big picture to us, Father. Let us embrace what you are doing holistically through us so that your glory may be revealed in the earth. God, we honor you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been Shift 7, and I am your Shiftologist, Rochelle Scott. And today, we have shifted from water to fire, for even in both, God is with us.